0: psychology nerds and welcome to another episode of psychology and stuff the podcast out of phoenix studios at the university of wisconsin green bay i'm ryan martin one of the hosts of psychology and stuff and i am here as always with my co-host she's the chair of the uw green bay psychology program an environmental psychologist and statistician and my sworn enemy it's dr (laughs) georgina wilson dungess how's it going g
1: wow that was i was expecting uh something a a little more kind wow (laughs)
0: I, I decided to go against uh, against the theme of, of, of the last couple episodes where I've been calling you chum and partner and mucker. And pal. Uh, yeah.
1: Pal. Pal was my favorite. Yeah. Um, well, so, that's okay. I feel like I've been demoted, but it's all right. I, no, I feel fine about it.
0: I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I think as a general rule, I spend a lot more time thinking about my enemies than I do my friends. And so that's in true. that sense- I- It's like you've really been upgraded in a lot of ways.
1: You're supposed to keep your enemies closer than your friends?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm going to spend a lot of time at your house this summer. Um, (laughs) Be prepared. That makes
1: me feel great.
0: Okay, good. Good. I'm glad. Um, Yeah. And you know what? That serves as a dynamite segue into our episode this week. It I'm, sure does. I am pretty excited. So we've we've got a, re- a returning guest. Should we introduce her and get?
1: We should. We get, so excited.
0: Yeah, we've. I think I think uh, listeners will be excited as well. So we have a great guest for you today. She graduated with a major in psychology from the University of Wisconsin Green Bay way back in 2022. So a week go. <laughs> She was the commencement speaker at that graduation. She currently works at Safe Harbor of Sheboygan County, which provides services to those affected by sexual assault and domestic abuse. Her long-term career, though, is to be a mental health counselor and certified sex therapist focused, uh, focused on helping those who are healing from sexual trauma. You know and love her from her time as an intern with our show. It's Kelsey Engelhart. How's it going, Kelsey?
2: Hi, it's going so good. I'm so incredibly excited to be here and to be on the podcast again. I was just so many emotions when you asked me to do this. So I'm so excited.
0: Well, good. And we are glad to have you. So I need you to, to just quickly sum up. How's the last uh, year and a half been for you? What about, what are all the things you've done <laughs> in your year and a half since graduating?
2: Wow, that is that is a huge question I wasn't prepared for.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, <All> right. Sorry.
2: <laughs> I would say a lot of big life things, but the primary focus has just been um, working a lot. Currently in my role, I do prevention education. So I'm building the program, going into schools, going to businesses, doing different things like that, where I give presentations on what you said with sexual violence and um, domestic violence as well. So building that, um, actually just recently we did Safe Harbor's largest fundraiser, Men Who Cook, and I was actually the keynote speaker for that. So that was amazing, an amazing experience. I got to share um, my experience as a legacy because my grandma helped found Safe Harbor Um, a survivor of assaults, as well as an advocate and just being a human being and connecting with everyone. So it was a really awesome experience, but primarily focusing on that and now periodically throughout, but now officially focusing on transitioning into graduate school this coming summer slash fall. So it's been, it's been a gap year, but it didn't feel like a gap year (laughs) because there was a lot of other things happening with work and prep for grad school in between, but that's where I'm at right now.
0: That is amazing, and I also want to quickly mention it we we don't it isn't out yet as the time of recording, but you just did a side talk uh, on your honors project we We're we'll make sure to share that with people when uh, when it comes out because that side talk was really great. Um, yeah, so okay. Here's where we're at what one of our most popular episodes over the last couple of years is when the three of us talked about our favorite holiday movie, and what it meant about us. So I thought maybe we could do a quick follow up to that episode except instead of holiday movies, we are going to talk about summer movies. Um, And so our favorite summertime movies and what they say about us. I'm going to preface things that I want to hear before we get to the actual selections. First of all, I think I think I was defining summertime movie differently than we originally kicked things off because when I when I Googled summertime movies, what came up are all like the big summertime blockbusters. But but that isn't necessarily what I meant. I meant movies that sort of like a holiday movie that sort of give you an idea of summer or make you feel summery is that that made it a harder job am i right yes
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely i agree but i kind of think that um maybe there's a, a a world where a blockbuster might be in my top 2 and you can't be mad about that because yeah. you know i'm allowed to say what it means to me and so uh you just never know what i might pick
0: yeah no that's fair I mean, if you picked uh, Rudolph, um, I would, I would think that was a terrible choice because it's not a good holiday movie or summer movie. However, I would, I, I'm not going to judge you for for that. Uh, I mean, I'll judge you for all the good, right reasons to judge you, but not because you consider it a summer comedy.
1: There you go, there you go. That I was, love that.
0: That was a passive aggressive shot at Kelsey. Uh, that and,
2: really, yeah. I, I have words for you, but I'll say them later.
0: Maybe, maybe it wasn't a passive aggressive shot. Maybe it was just a direct aggressive just shot.
2: Right
1: there.
0: Should we uh should we get to it? Are we ready to talk about our favorite? We we've each got two, I think is the is the plan. Okay. Yes. So why don't we start with you, G? I think you're who we started with last time. I'm trying to replicate our last episode fully well, and completely.
1: Well, there you go. Well, I, um, I, if you are watching this on YouTube, you will know already the first movie that I'm going to pick. And it might be also a pick of another person on, on our podcast. But, um, whenever I like immediately, when I thought of a summer movie, I thought of Greece and, uh It's, it is such a classic, but for me, uh, it came out in 1978 and I was like, I was 12. So it was the perfect summer movie for like a tween, a 12 year old, uh, really like a goody two shoes girl movie to go and see. Uh, It was, it was really part of my like growing up years. But my parents who were super strict and back in those days, it was, there was like PG movies. There weren't PG 13 movies. It was just PG or R and my parents wouldn't let me go to a PG movie when I was 12. So I lied and I said that I was going to see Superman like Mm -hmm. 10 times. But instead, I spent all of my babysitting money, and I think I saw Greece that summer ten times. and um the the thing I love most about it is the like the story of the good girl kind of like gone wild situation <laughs> was very, um like, attractive to me as a as a tween who would do no wrong and like just the sweetest as pie but I was like wow I like that other side of every human that we all have and it was nice to see that on the screen so that is why I picked that move. plus like the 1950s vibe that to me is like summer the nostalgic perfect 1950s situation
0: is great well so i gotta tell you i love the the juxtaposition of like good girl gone bad in the in the movie and then you lying to your parents (laughs) to get to go see it It, is a really nice touch and so, well done well done on that front i do you know there is something interesting about that movie though because it does um like in so many ways, it doesn't feel like it's a summer movie because it takes place during the school year. In fact, I think like the beginning of the movie is like the first day of school and the end of the movie is the last day of school. But at the same time, it absolutely feels like a summer movie in so many ways. I mean, you've got songs about summer. You've got the, the big ending that that leads to like th- that that feels like kicking off summer. So in so many ways, it, it is, even though it, it unlike a lot of other choices here, it doesn't take place in the summer.
1: Right. But the, like this screenshot of the, the, like the fair where she turns into the cat woman basically <laughs> with really big hair. Oh my gosh. The hours that I spent trying to make my very flat hair, like super volume and curly. I was, it was something I slept in rollers, like for three days straight to try and turn into her. Uh but did it work? That, like no,
0: it didn't. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, wow. it was great. But like the scene at that fair, like the carnival thing, that is like classic summer to me. Yeah. I,
0: I do need this is when we're gonna I'm gonna put in a plug for something that I actually do indeed do every single winter. And it it is not kind to the two lead actors from the show, but every Christmas I go watch the video for that song they put out like five or six years ago. I think it's called like I think you're gonna like it or something like <laughs> that. That that's not what it's called. I can't remember what it's called. It is the most mind-boggling video I've ever seen in my life. Everything about it is bizarre. That her driving in a car at like approximately two miles per hour, weird dancing, the song itself. It it. it but it's like a reunion to this for them to this uh, movie, super bizarre, but I watch it every Christmas. So <laughs> yeah. we, I gather the kids around yeah. yeah, No, I gather the kids around every year. It's like, it's like part of our holiday tradition. <laughs> like <laughs> we, we watch Christmas Vacation, we watch Die Hard and we watch this video and I have to Google the name of it every year cause I can't even remember that. So excellent. That is
1: so weird. Well, <laughs> I think we should go to Kelsey next because I don't know. Kelsey, did you decide that you were also going to pick Greece, or did you pick a different one?
2: I actually did also choose Greece, although I will so you did a beautiful job explaining it. So what I think I'm gonna do is actually, um although this is one of my favorite movies as I've grown and aged, and <laughs> you can realize, There's a lot of problematic things in this movie. (laughs) A lot of problematic things. Um, However, the music still hits, okay? So that's what matters. Um, And it's kind of cool that, I mean, in a weird way, they ended up compromising and coming together and realizing that they don't have to be anything else other than themselves in a weird way, because the reality is they kind of both changed for each other, but- would have been nicer if we could have just gotten past the whole, you have to be pure pressure and perfect all the time thing, but it is high school. So that feels real. Um, but I also want to comment on the fact that the second grease, which some people haven't seen, but <laughs> the second grease.
0: Oh no. Are you pro grease too? Is that what I'm going to hear?
2: I, okay. So I've only seen it a couple of times, but I find it so incredible that they swapped gender roles. I loved it. Like, I loved the fact that it went from this bad boy and very sweet girl to the flip of it where she was wearing the denim jacket or the leather jacket and all that stuff. I thought it was so cool. Um, just because it really, it shows the fact that not everyone fits into these traditional feminine, masculine gender roles and that you're allowed to just be you. Yeah. So I thought it was, I thought that was very cool. And both of them give the summer vibes for different reasons. Like G already said, right? It has the start and the end in the original one, but in the second one, they're driving around the motorcycle and they're having this great time. So I think both of them just kind of exude summer feelings and from a personal story or personal note, um, when I was younger, I actually did voice lessons and I would do like singing recitals and all these things. And one of the songs that we did was like "Summer Lovin'" and all of the Grease songs, as well as oh, now I'm blanking on the name—the one that Rizzo does. Oh, the like the.
1: <laughs> I <can> remember. <laughs> I
2: remember. Oh my god! I, I oh my re- gosh! What's it called?
0: I can remember the scene, but I can't remember what she's singing. Oh, no. Oh,
2: my gosh. I'm going to
0: Google it quick. You you all talk.
2: I can literally think of it in my head. But that song, um, I did that song as well as the Summer Lovin' and Song. And so it's kind of just always been something that brings back positive memories for me, too, because it's there just are, great music.
0: There are worse things I could do.
2: Thanks. Is that the oh. one? Or no. There are
0: worse <laughs> things I could do. That's all I know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow so that no. one's a really great one too but that's the one that sandy sings um
0: no Chris, no this is rizzo right really yeah there are worse things i could do
2: oh no 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 that's when she finds out she's pregnant yes yes so what? i'm thinking of, uh, no, I'm just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's remembering so many pieces the one that she does when she's like look at me i'm sandra Dee, oh, I'm oh Dee, yeah that whole thing whatever yep. Yep. It, maybe it's I just sandra she's d yeah um, but that song too Mm. but again lots of problematic pieces to this movie um it aged well in the sense it's a classic socially not so much but that's okay (laughs) because it's earned its right to exist right (laughs) and it impacted people like g right and like myself in a positive way so i think that it absolutely exudes summer energy and that's Mm. why i chose to do it too
1: and, like you and I are thirty years apart, and so that has some serious hang time. Yes and that makes it like a, a top ten for sure. like that it could last throughout generations. That's pretty cool
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah. no, I, I like this pick. I do. And I will also tell you that that was a compelling i've it's been a long time since I've seen Greece, too, but that was a compelling argument for Greece, too. Uh, I mean, all anyone needs to tell me is that Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, and then I'll go see it because she was she was one of my like first first childhood crushes. I absolutely and I still just adore Michelle Pfeiffer. Just um,
1: mad respect and all, for that. Yeah, <laughs> love her
0: and all sorts of stuff. So, so this is good. Um, all right, so I, I actually was sort of tortured by my, this question in a lot of ways, and part of it is that my first choice was um, was almost the exact same movie that I selected for the holiday one, which is where I I chose Christmas vacation. In this case, I took vacation. However, I decided to go against that. Um, actually, well, you know what? No, I didn't. Um I, I, I did just well, I did decide to go against it, but that was back when we were only doing one movie. Now that we've decided to go with two, I am picking for my first movie the movie Vacation. Um, the original vacation. Um, this this movie is near perfect in so many ways. I, I love the entire franchise. Um, yes. I don't think even even now, still, when we when my family goes on road trips, at some point, whether it's me and my kids or actually when I was growing up, when we would go on road trips, at some point, someone would launch into the Clark Griswold rant that starts with, "I think you're all effed in the head." Um, At at some point, uh, somebody unloads that. Um, What it says about me is once again, I love, love, love the dysfunctional family comedies where everybody comes together in some meaningful way. Um, It's one of my favorite sort of genres of, it's like this thing where everything goes wrong yet we still have a wonderful time and create great memories uh, along the way. And that's what the original vacation is to me. I will tell you, I actually like vacation, the Vacation franchise so much that I enjoy Vegas Vacation, which most people can't stand. And I even liked, and I think I will, this is a hill I, I would, I probably won't die on, but I'd be like maimed on it for sure. And that is um, the new, like kind of the remake or the one that came out like 30 years later with Ed Helms playing Rusty. It's great. Really makes me laugh. Super, super funny stuff same same premise, broken family comes together. Discuss. I,
1: I do. I, I love that. It's a perfect choice for you. I was afraid you were going to say like some sort of summer Krampus though. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, <laughs> where are we going with this? But I'm so happy that you didn't pick it. <laughs>
2: I am probably going to get obliterated for saying this, but I've never watched those movies. No,
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
2: no. And the worst wow. part is I'm just going to rain fire on myself is that you said it last year, that this was your yeah. favorite movie. And I made a mental note. I'm like, I should watch that. You know what I never did? Watch it.
0: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> now we're that's here. devastating. Yeah. I
2: was, know. I'm sorry.
0: That is devastating. I think that, um, I think that watching watching Christmas vacation every year at Christmas feels mandatory. Like it feels like something just everyone should do. This one I'm not going to say is like you need to watch it every year, but watching vacation every now and then is a good thing to do. it's 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 funny and very sweet and all sorts of good things. But yeah, uh, absolutely.
1: I think it's also like a a lost genre of vacationing that yes. um feels very uh I don't know, like warm and fuzzy to me, like jumping in the station wagon packed to the hilt with all your crap that you're going on vacation. I don't I feel like that kind of vacationing is gone. And I, I feel kind of sad about that. And so I love that movie for that reason too.
0: I, I think honestly that's one of the reasons I like it so much is we as a family went on a ton of those. I mean there there were four kids and, and usually somebody brought a friend. So it's like a, t- a total of six to eight people all packed into my mom's VW bus. And we, that was, I mean, I think because we had so many kids that flying oftentimes wasn't an option because it was too expensive. And so like, that was, those were family vacations when I was growing up a lot of the time. And, and of course, I mean, in, in the best way possible, people fought the entire time, right? I mean, it was just, I, allegedly, I, I'm convinced that this is an exaggeration, but allegedly we had made it less than a mile. And I said to my mom, Craig's been a jerk this entire trip and <laughs> that, we, that we we had, we were five minutes from that. And so <laughs> Craig is my brother. Um, and I, I bet I was right. I bet he had been a jerk the whole trip in, in my defense. Um, so no, that, that is part of why, and part of it, like, it's also something I love doing with my family. So it's part of where this comes from. All right, G, movie number two.
1: All right. I'm so glad that you didn't pick it so that I could pick it. I waited to pick my second one. I had a couple in my back pocket, but I am picking Jaws. And I'm so glad that you didn't pick it. Jaws also came out when I was like 11. So it was a really big tween uh, summer movie situation because that was a thing. Like you got out of school and then you could go to the movies. Like you couldn't go during the year. I don't know why, (laughs) but we always went to movies in the summer. And I lived on the East Coast and we would vacation like very close to where uh, Jaws was filmed every summer. And after the summer of of when I was 11, when jaws came out, I have never gone more than ankle deep in any ocean that I've ever been to in my whole entire life. It seriously scared the living crap out of me that fakey stupid like shark when i look at it now i was like oh my gosh why was i like fooled by that terrifying when the kid is like on that blow up raft yeah. and it like and it like bites it in half i i could hardly like watch the rest of the movie absolutely terrifying the scariest thing i've ever seen with my own eyes and It really defined summer for the rest of my life.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay. Not necessarily in a good way. It sounds like.
1: No, not in the good way. Absolutely not.
0: (laughs) I, I, I I did think about that movie because it is clearly, and I mean, it is a summer movie in two ways. But in one way, it is a summer movie because it's you know people describe it as the first ever summer blockbuster. That this was like what gave rise to all of these. Uh, so many of these other movies, but, but also because, you know, the, the interesting thing about it is that so much of that movie is obviously scary. There's like shark stuff. Um, but, and I, I don't know if Kelsey knows this, you obviously know this, Georgina, this is a top five movie of all time for me. Like yep. Absolutely <laughs> one of my favorites. I watch, I actually watch this one almost every year as well um and At christmas
2: time and christmas time. Have a holiday <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
0: I believe there is a movie that i have seen called santa jaws um, uh, which is not affiliated with the uh with the franchise
2: <laughs> doesn't surprise me
0: <laughs> yeah um no but part of what happens honestly is a lot of that movie is Summary stuff right it's people hanging out on the beach it's people like there, there's a lot of time spent it's just with the undercurrent pun intended of oh, this gosh. scary thing happening around so i like it very good
2: i gotta ask though g have you watched the new like the megalodon
1: no no oh. <laughs> <laughs> i am not into like exposure therapy or any sort of re-traumatizing of myself and- Fair. I I have not watched the one with like Blake Lively about the shark. I haven't watched any of like where people are floating in the middle of the ocean. Nope. None of it. <laughs> Never.
0: <laughs> I uh, I listened to a podcast about horror movies or about thrillers and they covered they did a series called Shark Weeks where they covered mm-hmm. shark movies all summer and um they so I ended up watching 4 all four Jaws movies in the, a single weekend. Like, just sat down and was we were on vacation, and I just watched them whenever. Yeah, it was oh, great. Loved it from start to finish. So, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was good.
2: <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, G. I feel yeah. bad.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just but you know Super you. funny. It's that my parents let me go see Jaws, but they <laughs> wouldn't let me see Grease. That's, <laughs> Too real. Yeah. Too real.
0: That's there was no sex in Jaws, right? There were no well, yeah. I mean, and if there was any, they, they ended up being victims later because that's how horror movies work. And so, yeah. Right.
1: yeah. And so for for me, it's like uh, there was some sort of like moral standard set <laughs> in my very young like life that violence is okay, sex is not. right <laughs> she have sex. She just wore leather. That's it. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> that's it.
0: Yeah, I was talking about Rizzo specifically, but you're right.
1: (laughs) never see it
2: happen. We just talk about it, it's fine, it's fine. I
0: I would be fine with any version of it. I'm just saying that's what, (laughs) so, all right. Kelsey, what do you got for uh, movie number two?
2: Okay, so as we're talking, I actually have regrets because something else popped into my brain. Um, Change your mind do it. I'm going to do, I'm going to do like a bridge of both. Okay. And then I'll, I'm sorry, I'm cheating. I apologize. You know, it wouldn't be me if I weren't here doing this. So, um, I, as you're talking about Jaws, um, I know it's not really like a summer movie, but Jurassic Park Mm. because all I can think of is that one, the main scene in the first movie where after they went to the lab, they're out and they're seeing the dinosaurs and he like turns her head and he's like, look, and there's this big dinosaur and it's hot and it's sticky. And it just reminds me of summer. I don't know. reminds yes. me of Florida weather and all those things. And <laughs> I, um, and I love dinosaurs. I, growing up as a kid, had all of the dinosaurs. Um, I still love dinosaurs and other Um, extinct slash mythical animals and creatures. And so I just think it's really cool. And it brings me back to my roots in that way. And I remember going to see these movies with my parents and with my sisters and stuff like that. And I just really enjoyed that experience. So it brings me back to those you know, going to the theater that summer night and leaving the theater at eight o'clock at night, and it'd be warm outside, you'd be talking about all these things. So that's kind of the the vibe it gives me. And I actually just watched the most recent Jurassic Park and it was awesome, although that takes place in winter. So not quite the same, but still amazing nonetheless. I love that. Yeah, but the other one that I was going to do, I was already bending the rules because I was going to do a show. And here I am adding a a third movie. Um, But the show that I was going to do is Black Summer um, on Netflix. (laughs) Those who can't see what I just did, I pointed to my screen. That's the title. (laughs) Forget it's a podcast. Um, So, Black Summer is a Netflix series about zombies. And I love zombies. I think that they're so cool. Um, Specifically, this particular show was based on like Z Nation. So if you've seen that movie, the same idea where the zombies aren't like the going to walk around and not really be able to chase you and you can just like nudge them and they're done. Um, It's more of a they're going to run at you really fast and you're probably going to die. So it's like really high intensity and everything like that. But this particular show starts in summer and then you follow the characters as they go through the winter, which starts turning zombies into like icicle zombies and doing crazy things. And even though they're frozen, they're still running after you and they're still trying to chase you and everything like that. So it's very, very interesting. I really enjoyed it. Um, It has summer in the title. So that just feels right. Um, (laughs) But I think that, zombie movies zombie shows walking dead fear the walking dead all of the spin-offs, all of those things um my mom and dad loved them too so like growing up when it was appropriate age appropriate <laughs> i would watch those movies with them too so that brings me back to times with my family as well um and like the old monster movies and things like that um but it also just reminds me, you guys are saying like, what does it tell you about yourself? As I told you both earlier, I am not prepared for a zombie apocalypse, I'm not prepared <laughs> in the slightest. I like watching, but I get anxiety while I watch because I realize that I'm that one person that's going to be slower than everybody else. You know, you're like, you just got to run faster than the other guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm done. I am done. I'm going to be hiding in the corner. That's my contribution. That's all I got.
0: I. I recently gave up on the idea of, like, prepping for post-apocalypse anything. I just, just said, you know, honestly, well, at that point, we'll just pass the torch on to some other people who can be successful. My, I, I told <laughs> Tina, I was like, here's what we need for our prepping corner of our basement, and it's four cyanide tablets, and then that, <laughs> that'll be it.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'll be oh my it. Gosh.
0: We'll just all get together and say goodbye. It seems- yeah seems like a nice way to go so yeah yeah. i
1: totally agree with you though like they and my son said what back in the days when i watched one episode of the walking dead because he tricked me he told me it was about family not about zombies and and it was a lie but (laughs) (laughs) he said said you're going to be useless in the zombie apocalypse what are you going to do solve a math problem i was like okay (laughs) i see where we're going with this
2: oh my gosh that is wow wow i feel i feel attacked on your behalf (laughs) that is is a lot
0: you can calculate Um, the um, odds of surviving every day like that'll be your your role five percent chance today
2: You would you'd be contributing to trying to find the cure. You know, you'd be one of the brilliant minds that are trying to work towards this. I'm telling you, it'd be great. I mean, and that's that's the other. I don't know if either of you have watched the new The Last of Us on HBO.
0: Okay, so no spoilers because I've only finished three three episodes. But
2: (laughs) but yes, but that's another one actually takes place in summer. But again, same idea of zombies, just different zombies because now it's fungus, which is cool in my opinion. But anyways, Yes. <laughs> if you follow the zombie world, you'll know why that's cool. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right. So for my second film and I want, so I deliberated considerably on the first one that I chose only because I, I want, I wanted to be different from the holiday episode. Quite honestly, the two I've picked are my two favorites. Um, I did consider things like Dazed and Confused and My Girl and um, uh, a few others that I that I really, really like. There's an oh, Summer Rental. Um, If you're if you know that one, like it's John Candy. It's a it's a movie about him, like and it, taking his family on a summer vacation. It's it's very funny. Um, the Great Outdoors is another one that I think that takes place in Wisconsin, actually. Like all of these were things I toyed with. But my, my choice is truly, truly, truly one of my favorite movies with, with a caveat. And it is Stand By Me. Um, and so if you haven't seen Stand By Me, it's the story of four kids who go on an adventure together because they've heard that there is a dead body uh, of, of a teenager who was killed, hit by a train, and they decide that they want to collectively go see it. Um and and actually like become heroes because they'll find him and they'll call in like the reward and stuff. super dark. I get that does not sound like a summer movie at all, but what it actually is is a story about these four four really good friends, but especially two of them are really, really good friends. and um, and it's the story of them like on this, you know, the overnight journey uh together and and like hanging out and spending time together. It is like so, Did me and three friends ever go find a dead body? No, we did not. However, (laughs) what we did a lot of in the summer was camping out in our backyards, was like sneaking out, sorry, mom, um, and stuff like that, which is very similar to, to what this show is all about. Like it's really about, or what this movie is all about. It's really about like four friends more than anything. And also dealing with, a lot of the like challenges that you deal with when you're in early adolescent, you know, like none of them, all of them have family stuff going on or um, that, that makes life more complicated. Some of them have real, real serious family stuff going on that makes life more complicated. And they clearly find comfort with each other. Um, even though a lot of that's unsaid, you know, it's not like they're sitting together talking about their aversive childhood experiences. (laughs) They're not (laughs) that, but, but they clearly are sort of leaning on each other to meet their emotional needs. And so it's really, really a great, great summertime movie. Here's the one caveat though, is that, so I rewatched it last year with my kids still love it. Still think it's worth seeing. They use a particular slur relatively frequently um i'll just i'll call it the f word but not the f word that we usually call the f word um relatively frequently that is i think hard to stomach a lot of times and so it did it required a conversation with my kids it also required me being sort of willing to just say i hate that word then i'll i'll stomach it through this um but otherwise it is a near perfect movie i will also tell you just a side note that river phoenix is in it who uh, died not that long in the grand scheme of things afterwards and holy crap is he an incredible actor I mean just an incredible actor you will if you haven't seen it for a while and you watch it you will be blown away by how good he is uh in different scenes what an extraordinary loss uh, that was so anyways that's my second summer movie thoughts
1: I love it I love everything about it, and we were talking earlier because you have the picture of it if you're watching on YouTube, and you you absolutely look like the the one kid um, okay. for that yes yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it's it's uncanny, and so that's kind of cool too.
0: Yeah, Will Wheaton is the the lead, and who also it's kind of funny to say that because I mean he, you know I think he's sort of famously nerdy uh in in retrospect because he was on star trek for a long time as like it's star trek the next generation and so um he i i did uh i got that all the time i was told that i looked like will wheaton when i was growing up is that his name will wheaton yeah um yeah which i will tell you side note his older brother in the movie I, i mentioned this before to you both he looks his older brother is John Cusack, who my older brother is frequently told looks a lot like uh, John Cusack, which is a weird sort of uh, happenstance, but love it, yeah.
2: That is so cool. Have you, you know, seen it, Kelsey? Uh, I don't want to answer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay. It came out no. way before you were born, so.
2: I have not, I have not, but it sounds absolutely fascinating. It very much gives the same energy way you described it as like the Goonies or stranger things or like that kind of mentality and that kind of energy to it, where it's a group of kids just being kids and they end up doing things Mm -hmm. that maybe you wouldn't, but you're being kids. You're out in, you're out in nature. You're having fun. You're doing whatever. So I think that that's really cool. And I, I appreciate, I appreciate your commentary on the fact that it does use, you know, inappropriate language and it uses, um, verbiage that we don't use today out of respect for for our growth and our society but it's the same thing that we were talking about with greece right it's Mm -hmm. there's these movies that they're still great movies they still have great points they have great plots they have great learning opportunities and just because they use certain language it's just a teachable moment it's not a we have to now shun this forever that's that's not what it needs to be about and nothing nothing in life ages well I'm going to be honest, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like well, we're, we're a product of our generation. So it is what it is.
0: Yeah. It's, what, what's funny about this is that the way it's used is as like a, an insult amongst friends. Right. And so that mm-hmm. they are insulting each other and using that word when they do it. And so you could honestly go, th- someone could just mm-hmm. go through it and edit it to yeah. remove that. And it would be, everything would be fine. Like you could, you could replace it with, a whole bunch of other words that friends use to insult each other. And, and it would work out and have the same exact messaging and all of that. And that's part of what makes it, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, it is what it is in a lot of ways. And it was a word that was used at the time. And so, but it is just one of those things that just, just kind of makes it tough to watch. Um, And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, excellent. This has been really fun. And I am thankful that you all took the time. Obviously, I mean we've got spring and fall left, so um, (laughs) we we will. My
1: favorite fall
0: movie. (laughs) Yeah, I know how much you love horror movies, Georgina. (laughs) (laughs) Why?
2: Why did my brain go to Charlie Brown instantly? Thank you. Like instead of a horror movie. Yeah, I know, but what? I'm the one talking about zombies, and I go to Charlie Brown. That's my because, contribution. Because Charlie
0: Brown <laughs> Halloween and Thanksgiving, uh, the yeah
2: are amazing. Yeah, they're amazing. <laughs> Wait, is the uh, Charlie Brown Halloween one where he gets a rock yep. or something? I got a rock. Okay, I got <laughs> <Okay. laughs> a rock. All right, that's yeah. what I thought.
0: <laughs> the Thanksgiving one is not amazing. I would say I don't care for the Thanksgiving one, but I love the Halloween one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and I don't, I right off the top of my head, I can't think of any spring movies. So we've got our work cut out for us when we do that one.
1: Yeah. That'll be rough. I, I uh, yeah. April
0: I, Fool's Day. I love it. Uh, it's a horror yeah, movie, yeah. but it takes place on April Fool's
1: it's Is it Groundhog's Day also in spring, or is that too winterish?
0: Pretty wintry. That's, uh, that's like, February 2nd. So
1: I know, but <laughs> in some places it's warm.
0: I like it. Okay. <laughs> We could just do a whole episode on our favorite Groundhog Day movies. <laughs> uh, all right. On that note, I want to say thank you to everybody for participating in this. Georgina, where can people find you on the social media?
1: At uh, the G-E-O-R-J-E-A-N-N-A-W-D.
0: Kelsey, if people want to know about more about you and the work you do, where can they learn more? O- other than watching your side talk, which we will put out for the world to see when it comes out.
2: So incredibly excited for that. Um, So, I would say specifically with my job, just looking at safe or mm, words are hard. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. Sheboygan Safe Harbor. Gotcha. So I always always get it confused. Technically we're Safe Harbor of Sheboygan County, but if you look up that way, either way, you'll find our website. And then we have social media on on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Um, we're always connected in that way too. So lots of great information about um, healthy, unhealthy relationships, all those pieces. And if you wanna connect and collaborate on something, always happy to do it.
0: Awesome, thank you so very, very much for being here. You can find me at Anger Professor in all of the places especially LinkedIn, which people know I I like to to pitch based on. Um, Yes. And the the funny thing is, I don't think I'm anger professor there. So if people went there and searched for that, they wouldn't find me. Um, But yes, anger professor at all the other places. Um, You can find uh, Psych and Stuff at Psych and Stuff on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Psychology and Stuff is a production of Phoenix Studios at the University of Wisconsin-Green Bay. The executive producer is me, Ryan Martin, and the production manager is Rachel Scray. Our audio production coordinator is Bill Salek, and our graphic designer is Kimberly Vleese. Special thanks to our guest, Kelsey Englehart. If you haven't already, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. You can also head over to our website, uwgb.edu slash podcast to check out past episodes of this and all our shows. I'm your host, Ryan Martin, and I'm here as always with my co-host Georgina wilson Dunges. Keep being amazing.